Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. We are back in the jungle. Great to be in Southern California. JT in for Jim. Coming off the smack off, and I am thrilled to be back where it all started for me on CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Net. Thanks for coming in today, and thanks to Jim and everybody here. I got Garrett, I got Alvy, I got the crew back here, and I'm excited to be here today on the verge of NBA free agency, which will be a huge topic today, along with a couple of great guests that we have as we open up the show. I got my son here with me as we drove in from Vegas yesterday. Got a chance to hear a double smack off. Hear it again, and I want to open up by congratulating Caleb in Green Bay for winning the smack off. He is now known as my bookend. Yes, I won the first smack off. He's won the most recent. So congratulations to Caleb. Fabulous. And welcome to the greatest fraternity in all of sports radio. The callers to the Jim Rome show that actually won. And great call. Great smack off, and I appreciate everybody as I open it up today. We got a great group of people coming on with us today. Chris Myers from the NFL on Fox, longtime friend, unbelievable broadcaster as he gets ready for another year broadcasting games for the NFL. Michelle Beadle, formerly of ESPN, friend of the show. She works with the Spurs now. She'll have great information on everything that's happening going forward with NBA free agency. Also excited to talk to Dan Wetzel. He will join us from Yahoo. Really thrilled to get into him on NIL and what's going on with Arch Manning. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then my friend Andrew Siciliano will jump in from NFL Network as we take a look exactly what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson the Cleveland Browns going forward, and what's up with Baker Mayfield. I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy as we open up the show. We're brought to you by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Now, I want to begin with free agency today because it could be boom or bust, and that's what happens in sports all the time. Boom or bust. Everybody's excited today. I'm a Nick fan, got my name JT the Brick from Jim because it rhymes with Nick's. And I've been heartbroken my entire career as a Knicks fan. But I'll get to that in a second. What I think is going to happen today is there's going to be sign-and-trade deals. There's a lot of teams that have cap issues, even though the cap went up in value. I think we're going to see today that some teams are going to step outside the box, try to sign-and-trade players to make it work with other teams. That could be really complicated. I'm not going to dive into details on exactly how they're going to work out the sign-and-trades. We'll see if it happens. But there's three players in the NBA right now that are causing absolute chaos after the Golden State Warriors won their fourth championship in eight years. And I want to start with James Harden. Harden opts out of a $47.3 million deal to sign a short-term extension and lower the cap number. Now, as a former stockbroker, I'm buying into Harden right now for the first time in my life. I've bashed this guy up and down the aisle for quitting, for not showing up. He actually quit on two teams, but he did the right thing here. And we got to figure out why he did the right thing. What was the reasoning behind this? For Harden and the Sixers to come together on this deal helps the Sixers going forward. The deal actually helps Philadelphia out to have more cap space and sign a better option on the mid-level. They could get P.J. Tucker possibly. But what it does is it shows James Harden that he's been throwing away his career. Ever since he was with the Rockets, he got fat at the end. Guys got fired. He ended up moving on. He gets to the Nets, which it looks like it could be a dream scenario, an opportunity of a lifetime with Durant and Kyrie. And I'll get to that knucklehead in a moment. 
But with Harden, Harden found his way out of Brooklyn for the right reasons. He got there. They lost the final 11 games before he left. And now he goes to the 76ers with a really good rotation and the ability for the 76ers to get him another player. Imagine Philadelphia getting another player with Harden, Maxey, Thibel, Harris, Embiid. Embiid's the best player on that team, so that will instantly make James Harden the best number two in a world of big three. So that's going to be a monster move if Maury can come together and get another player there. So I can't believe I'm saying this because I really believe Harden's doing the right thing. But more importantly, what he's doing is he's winning over the most psychotic and crazed fan base in all of sports, the Philadelphia fan. They're out of their minds. They run everybody out of that town no matter who they are. So if you don't win over the Philadelphia fans, they run you out of town. And Harden was about to get run out of town if he wasn't in shape, if he didn't feel engaged, if he didn't want to shoot anymore and he just wanted to pass. So Harden, number one, has got to be in shape. Number two, he's got to be aggressive and decisive in the pick and roll. And he's got to figure out that he's a scorer all the time. We need the James Harden who's scoring 27, 28 points a night, willing to do it all. He can be a playmaker, but he's a scorer with Embiid. So I think that's a big deal hit for him. And again, I can't believe I'm saying this. I am buying Harden right now. With this move and assuming you know, opting out of $47 million to do a three-year deal, I have Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'll go through my top five in the East and the West. But all of a sudden, with Harden not being selfish and doing the right thing, I think this takes this team to the next level. And Harden looks like he's finally going to get in shape. He's finally going to stay out of the club. And he's going to show up in the offseason and be ready to go. Okay, now let's move on to what I think is a really big deal. we got to talk about Russell Westbrook and the Lakers as I'm here in Los Angeles. I got this one wrong. I'm a huge fan of this guy. I've never seen a player live go baseline to baseline like him. He is the most aggressive, fastest player I've, I've ever seen. The triple-double machine, one of the all-time 75 best players in the NBA. And all of a sudden, he forgot how to play basketball. The guy literally forgot how to play NBA basketball. All he should be doing is facilitating, getting to the paint, dunking, and shooting layups. That's it. And now Darvin Ham comes in, and he has to be the guy to convince him how to play basketball again. Never in NBA history has a player gone from being at the top of the mountain to a guy that nobody wants. He opts in for the $47 million option. How about this for math? LeBron at $44.5 million this year. AD, $37.9 million this year. The Lakers are all eaten up in cap. They got rid of all of their wing players that helped them win a championship in the bubble. I thought that was a great championship in the bubble. Matter of fact, I gave them more credit for that because they were away from their families. There was a pandemic going on. The Lakers had a brilliant team set up. Kuzma, KCP, Caruso, Green at the time, and they let them all go because they wanted Russell Westbrook, which at the time I thought was an electric move. Similar to what the Warriors, who I'll get to, are doing now. How to add on to a team that could potentially be a dynasty. And it's a complete train wreck. So that is a mess. I can't believe I'm sitting here on the Jim Rome show on the eve of free agency. And the Lakers are in jail. Absolute jail. Can't do anything. 
No one is stupid enough to go out and get Russell Westbrook, eat that contract on the way out, and there's no way the Lakers can afford it. Uh, Darvin Ham's been on radio talking about it. He's going to try to make it work. Good luck. I think if he comes back and he changes a little bit, maybe the Lakers can become a four or five seed. But they're a mess, and Rob Palenka deserves it. LeBron James is in charge of the entire team. He's the GM. He's the de facto coach. And LeBron put this team in the mess here. And I think they can get out of it, but they're only going to be able to get out of it once they get out of Westbrook. And now we get to Kyrie, which to me is one of the most fascinating stories I've covered in sports over the last four or five years. As the Warriors won another championship, KD and Kyrie couldn't win a playoff game. Let that sink in for a second. The Warriors, who really nobody had other than the Bay Area, of winning a championship, the Warriors come out and they do it with beautiful chemistry. No chirping. Everybody showing up. Everybody getting the jab. Everybody doing what they had to do. But Kyrie decided he was too big. And he did it in New York. So first off, let's talk about the Brooklyn fans. I call them ghosts. I've never met one. I've never seen one on the subway. I just drove. I, I go to the airport. We start, stopped in Barstow to get gas, my son and I. You know, I've never seen a Brooklyn fan in my life. Who are these hipsters? Who are these hipsters who go to coffee shops, don't like big arena concerts, love to see you know, concerts in the park? Where are they? I don't think I got a fistful of 50s. I've never taken a Brooklyn net call, and I take a lot of them. They don't exist. So Kyrie goes there with Harden and KD, and the whole thing burns to the ground. And now Kyrie opts into a one-year $37 million option because he had no choice. Name me a time, please. Name me a time in NBA history where two players were not wanted by every team in the league or half the league or 20% of the league. It's the first time I can remember that two of the all-time greats, Westbrook and Kyrie, are nightmares. They're not even options here. So what did Kyrie do? He had no choice. He started flexing that he wanted to move. He didn't want to be there. And no were no takers. And that was a deal you can still do. I'll throw that out there as a caveat. There is a chance that you can do that deal for Kyrie. Pat Riley's lurking. Others will like to do this. But if he leaves Brooklyn, what does that do to Kevin Durant, who I'm following his burner account today? And I'm trying to figure out what KD's going to do. And once Kyrie leaves Brooklyn, if he does, then Durant's right behind him. So this is free agency. This is what we're dealing with today. The chaos of a bunch of players that we've never seen before caused this much damage and drama to the NBA. Going into the fourth year together, and they haven't been to the conference finals, KD and Kyrie. LeBron has been to back-to-back, excuse me, he's been to two finals since leaving Kyrie. And the Celtics have been to three Eastern Conference finals and one championship round. Kyrie was there for one, but we know what happened also when he was injured. So those are the big three I wanted to hit here before I look at Shams and the Woj bombs and to see what happens. Love it every single time. I love that sound. Always pumps me up. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is the best. It gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big business. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. 
Listen, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I know this. I've done this myself with this show and my podcast and my side hustles. Shopify helps with all of that. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash roam, all lowercase, and get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Once again, go to shopify.com slash r-o-m-e right now, shopify.com slash roam. But I did save the best for last. Jalen Brunson, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you, you are torturing me as a Nick fan. This is the guy you're going to throw down on me, Jalen Brunson. This mighty mouse, who's a great player and had a good playoff, is all of a sudden a $110 million player. His dad signed on Tibbs' staff. Leon Rose is his former agent. This is a conspiracy theory of the highest level of the Knicks screwing JT the Brick today by going after him. Brunson could be a nice player. I'll root for him. I'm a Knicks fan, but you've got to be kidding me. Every day I wake up with my blessings in life, and I ask myself, how come no one wants to play for the Knicks? Nobody. LeBron, Durant, no free agent wants to play for the Knicks. Number one media market in the Mecca of New York, no one. And now we got an opportunity. We got cash. We got a ton of cash. We're moving parts. We're dumping contracts. Kemba, get out of here. Moving people to Detroit. All so we can free up money for Jalen Brunson. You have got to be kidding me. I'm losing my mind. So this is the guy I've been waiting for for the last couple of years. The team is a disgrace because James Dolan, the only thing Dolan's doing is building the Sphere in Vegas. will be the greatest concert venue in the world. Google the Sphere in Vegas, and that's what Dolan is doing. So at this time, I'm sitting here as a Knicks fan saying, what could happen? If they end up getting Brunson, who's a good player, and if he turns out to be a great player, you know where to find me and remind me of this. I'd want him to do good, but I can't believe this is the last guy standing at the table as the Knicks have a bag of cash and the Knicks are sitting in this situation. Uh, speaking of a bag of cash and some of the mistakes that are being made, we'll get into this a little bit later on. I can't believe what's happened on the eve of the draft in regards to an arrest. And Bridges, Miles Bridges, with the domestic violence charge, was on the verge of signing a four-year, $130 million deal. Arrested for domestic violence, according to TMZ, he fumbled the bag. This could be one of the worst. First off, we, I always, always side with the woman in this charge. Always. We'll see what happens. Bridges is innocent until proven guilty. He is out on bail. But this is a disaster for a young man who was sitting at the altar of Michael Jordan about to get a max deal. And let me send this message to Michael Jordan because we're dealing right now with Deshaun Watson, right? And what, the, what Jimmy Haslam did and the disaster of the Browns giving him $230 million guaranteed. Michael Jordan cannot pay this guy a max deal. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, I'd like to hear your phone calls on this. But the fact that this guy 
who's a rapper, he's huge on social media, was doing a lot of things and gets charged like this. This is one of the biggest mistakes we've ever seen. And if he ends up doing time or having to settle here, we'll cover that story. But just incredible to me as I was driving out here yesterday and last night when I got to my hotel and I saw that, I I had to do a double look on how a young man could be that stupid to make a mistake like this. And it really puts all the pressure on Michael Jordan and what to do there. Remember, Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time on any list, can't even find a coach. No one wants to coach this team. He's got to go back and hire coaches that he fired. He has to interview Mike D'Antoni, who's never coached a defensive play in his life. No one wants to play for Michael Jordan. And then Michael Jordan has the greatest player, arguably, he's ever had on the verge of a max deal or a massive sign and trade. And I wouldn't touch that guy. I wouldn't go near him at all. Listen, now more than ever, I understand how investing can get really confusing, especially when people keep using terms like meme stocks, altcoin, and shilling. With all that jargon flying around, it can be hard to figure out how to start investing. Getting your money right is easier than with SoFi, the first investing platform to offer stocks, ETFs, automated investing, and cryptocurrency too, all in one single app. So whether you're eager to get started with investing or you already know the ropes and you want to diversify your portfolio, SoFi has your back. And no commissions on trading stocks and ETFs, plus no account fees or hidden fees. Complimentary financial planners are ready to help with any questions, whether you're stuck on where to start or you need help deciding what to do next. And explore the world of cryptocurrency alongside the rest of your investments. 30 available coins, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. And SoFi protects against fraud and theft to keep your crypto secure. Cut through the jargon. Make investing easier with SoFi. Go to SoFi.com slash Rome and learn how you can win up to $1,000 in stock when you open up an account. That's SoFi.com slash Rome. Brokerage and active investing products offered through SoFi Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. All investments involve risk, including the loss of principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results or future performance. Uh, This is now officially the worst contract in sports history. Period. Bobby Bonilla still goes, goes to the mailbox, gets his check. There's been some bad contracts we've seen over the decades here. But Deshaun Watson, I think I got this one right months ago. I think he'll be gone for a year. He's in the third day of the disciplinary hearing today. And this could wrap up today or tomorrow as an independent judge is listening to his side of the story with his attorneys along with the NFL. So what is the goal here for the NFL? Simply Roger Goodell, the Wolves are at the door with a couple of issues that he has to deal with. Roger Goodell just had to sit in front of Congress which no commissioner wants to do. First off, I'm a big believer in Congress getting involved in sports because they're the only people to clean it up. When people lie, lie like Daniel Snyder, when people take advantage of other people and the leagues don't clean it up, the only thing you can do is put them in front of Congress. Bring them up to the Rayburn building, have them testify under oath and get the truth out. And that's where we were at in the steroid era. Cleaned everything up. If you recall back then, Jose Canseco wrote a $30 book called Juice, and it brought everybody up to Congressional Hill. Everybody had to go up there for a $30 book, which wasn't bad. It was actually a pretty good book. And everybody said that Canseco brought down baseball. No, he didn't. Canseco did the job that Bud Seeley couldn't do at the time. 
Now, I like Roger Goodell. I'm pro-NFL. I'm going on my 24th year with the Raiders. I'm pro-NFL, and I like Roger Goodell. I think he's got a really tough job. But he earned his $50 million the other day when he went up there trying to talk about Daniel Snyder. So you have Daniel Snyder, who I believe will be removed as owner of the Washington Commanders at some point this year from a, for a lot of different reasons here. I think that everybody and the owners in this league now realize they can't have him. They can't have him, and then Jeff Bezos, a billionaire, or some other billionaire can come in. Denver just sold for $4.5 billion. The owners know that if Snyder's out, a new owner will come in and double the price of that. So Roger Goodell is dealing with Snyder. Then the John Gruden emails, something that I'm very up to speed on. Uh, John Gruden and I go way back. I do not support what he wrote in those emails at all, but that was a witch hunt. They came after him. 650,000 emails, and the only ones that pop up were John Gruden. you got to be kidding me. Wouldn't you love to know who was CC'd on all those emails? Who else reacted to them? Who else was talking on them? Roger Goodell's got to deal with that. And then we're dealing with the Spanos family. They're not great owners. There are other owners out there, but we'll get to that at another time. With Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, the league can't get it wrong. If they err on this and they get it wrong, women fans, NFL fans will jump ship on this. It's too big of a topic to get wrong. So Jimmy Haslam, the owner, gave him $230 million because he thought he did the due diligence in his court case, and he didn't. And Deshaun Watson was never going to settle. But I think the NFL and Deshaun Watson realized that this case would never move forward and he'd never get back on the field unless something happened in a settlement. So Deshaun decided to settle, and that's going to kick him out of the league for a year. If they give him six to eight games, it's a joke. Fans are going to go crazy outside of Cleveland. And if he gets a full year, he'll be gone for a year, and Cleveland will not be a competitive team. Very good team, one of the best rosters in all of football, period. But they screwed over Baker Mayfield. Now, I'm a Baker guy. Baker came into the league, rookie touchdown record. Better than Peyton Manning. Came into the league his first two years better than Brett Favre. Look it up. Played hurt last year. Led the team to the playoffs two years ago and beat a, beat a great team in Pittsburgh, and they threw him out. They threw him to the curb for Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield didn't have any problems. He's doing progressive TV commercials with his wife in an empty stadium. Some shenanigans in college at Oklahoma, but overall, a pretty good role model in this league since he's come into the NFL compared to Deshaun Watson, who pushed the envelope with his massages, got in a lot of trouble, and now is in the third day of a disciplinary hearing. So I don't know what's going to happen here, but I've said it from day one. I think a year would be great for Deshaun to step away. Cleveland would go with Jacoby Brissett. I don't think they'd make the playoffs. And then Deshaun Watson would come back, and I'd support it. I think a year is fair. I think after that is a little bit too much. But no one on radio is talking about the bigger contract. Because of Deshaun Watson, we now look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is representing himself from the Baltimore Ravens. He's his own agent. He should go to ownership Steve Bashotti and say, we're starting off five years, $230 million. Or I am walking. I am walking if we don't start off with that deal. That's got to be the deal to start off. That is the minimum for Lamar Jackson 
as he comes up to Baltimore and negotiates. The problem for him, he's negotiating for himself, and that's difficult to do. Anybody who's negotiated without an agent, that usually doesn't work out well. But if you look at some of the other contracts that are out there, Aaron Rodgers, three years, 150, 50 million per year. Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, 450 million, 141 guaranteed, 45 per year. And Josh Allen of Buffalo, wow, what a home run this kid is. Six years, 258, 150 guaranteed, 43 per year. And I think Lamar, with his own MVP already, is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. So Deshaun Watson, interestingly enough, did a favor for Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson now could work off the transgressions of Deshaun and say, I want the same money or I'm walking. And I would recommend he doesn't play unless he gets that deal. He's shown up for camp now. He's getting ready to show up for the real camp. He showed up for OTAs. But at this point in time, he's got to make a decision. God forbid he gets an injury. And if they lowball him, he should wait and walk. Every team in this league knows how great he is. So we're going to talk to Chris Myers, Andrew Siciliano, a little bit later on about where the Browns go from here. But Roger Goodell's got to get this one right. And now he has more help when it comes to being the judge and the jury on this. I think the decision could be made before the 4th of July. If the NFL loves to do what they want to do, it'll be called the news dump heading into the 4th of July as you head to the beach. They throw this story out, the discipline, hoping you're at the beach and you don't see it, and we get back to work after the 4th of July. But I truly believe this is the moment for the NFL to get it right. Deshaun Watson needs to be removed because he settled in 20 of those 24 cases. If he didn't settle, and he says that he didn't do this, and he fought to clear his name, I'd have a different opinion on this. But once he decided to settle, he told everybody for the rest of his life, when Deshaun Watson's 70 years old, people will stop him in hotels and restaurants and look at him and say, why'd you settle? Because now he can no longer say, I didn't do anything wrong. So we'll get into that and talk more about that because I think it's going to affect everything in the AFC, not only in the AFC North, but if you take Cleveland out of the playoff picture, that will add another team. And who will that team be? Quickly on the Chargers, I'm really upset. Normally when a guest host comes or anybody in the media is doing a show in Southern California, the Chargers caravan shows up with bagels and coffee and stuffed animals and tickets and tries to buy their way onto shows. Not the case with me. Uh, the Charger fans, we've got to remind everybody, Raider Nation, that the Chargers last year didn't make the playoffs, and the Raiders did. And not only that, the Raiders knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs in what I believe was the greatest regular season game ever played to the last game of a regular season at Allegiant Stadium in beautiful Las Vegas as the Chargers got on the bus, went to the airport, and went home. And here we go again. Everybody picking the Chargers for the playoffs. Everybody penciling in the Chargers for the playoffs. Lose to the Raiders. Denver comes in. Denver's a playoff team all of a sudden. Really? Denver lost their last four games to the Raiders. Vic Fangio got fired because of the Raiders. Oh, and Denver media hate when I say that. So now we're sitting here this year, and the Chargers are really good. Making light of that, the Chargers are really good. But they have their coach who I call Boy Blunder, 
and he wants to go for it on every fourth down. He'll go for it on fourth and two, fourth and 11, fourth and 16. He acts like he owns the league, and he personally kept this team out of the playoffs. So when it comes to the Chargers this year, everybody's buying the Chargers to the playoffs again. More regular season wins in Vegas than the Raiders, who are stuck at eight and a half. Where will the AFC fall from top to bottom? Remember last year, Denver and the Chargers didn't make the playoffs. Kansas City and the Silver and Black did. So if you're a Raider fan, my message to you is you still own Los Angeles. L.A. is the home of the Rams, and the Rams are a great franchise now. They weren't for a long time. They are now. Congratulations to the Rams on winning the Super Bowl. But as we look at it now, the Raiders have two additional home games on the road. They open up at home against the Chargers at SoFi, and then they come to Thursday Night Football at home at SoFi. Those are two really tough games. I'm not, I'm not predicting the Raiders are going to win both of those games, but they're going to be big as we jump into the NFL today. 800-636-8686. Good to see the tweets coming in. We'll read a few of them. At Jim Rome, at JT the Brick. The calf slicer, the Peruvian necktie. There are tons of ways to come out on top in the octagon. And for UFC 276, there's one more with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter to win and get $100 in free bets, win or lose. Whether it's Adesanya with a knockout kick or a powerful punch from Cannoneer, you win no matter what. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can turn another small bet into a big payday. Combine multiple bets like which fighter will win, number of knockouts, and more. For UFC 276, you can place a Same Game Parlay, and if it hits, you will win double. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code ROAM. Bet 5 bucks on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code ROAM this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. One of the great broadcasters that I know, Chris Myers. Do you think they get out of the way of themselves this year and can get on a roll? Well, you hit on it. Get out of their way. I, I, Brandon Staley was a, a terrific assistant and a coach and coordinator when you spend time with him. As a head coach, yeah, they made great leaps, but if you watched them closely last year, there were at least three or four games, and the Kansas City game on a, on a Thursday night stands out where he just, he just outcoached himself and his team out of a win or a possible win in, in big games. So uh, he has to, and I, and I get being aggressive and going for it and having that attitude, and that's who we are. But make sure your guys are ready for that and, and you, you have the, the right kinds of plays or people to lean on in, in those situations. But, yeah, I see, the, I see the Chargers and Chiefs at the top of the division. I, I, I think the Broncos, you're, you're going to miss Vic Fangio's defense. Uh, the, the, you know, the teams will still, a former teammate of Russell Wilson indicated to me, hey, Russell is, you know, they're still going to challenge him to throw over the middle, and that can be an adjustment period for him with the, with the Broncos. And I, I do see the Raiders. I, I think Josh McDaniels will bring a lot to Derek Carr. And if the Raider defense, the secondary and offensive line hold up, the, the, I, th- I think those three will mm-hmm. battle for the top with Denver struggling to work their way up from the, the division. But, yeah, the Chargers are kind of a trendy pick, and they've got the talent. They've made the moves, uh, and I think Staley, uh, with a year of learning about himself or more, 
as a head coach in, in that role. I, I, I think if, if he can correct those issues, uh, and, and that's something that every you know head coach, Sean McVay, went through a little bit of that kind of a thing in a different way, uh, then, then that could be a difference maker. Chris, I want to stay with the AFC, and I mentioned Lamar Jackson, who's representing himself, and he has the ability now to make more money than Deshaun Watson. I mean, in theory, he's got an MVP, the, the same type of player, and he doesn't have the transgressions as Watson, but he's representing himself, and this could get dicey here because I don't know what his basement number is, but it should start at 230, guaranteed and it could go higher. How do you think that plays out in Baltimore? Well, I th- what I like about, at least from what I've read, and I haven't talked to Lamar Jackson or anybody close to him since this came out. We've been around him. I don't think he's caught up that I have to be the highest paid or uh, he, he, he wants what's best for him. And first of all, the, 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 the Sean Watson deal on that number was outrageous in the sense that it was all guaranteed. I yeah. mean, guaranteed contract. You see him in basketball and baseball. You don't see him in, in the NFL like that. I mean, you see you get bonuses and that type of thing. So that to me, was it was a total game changer. I, I don't know how it's. I, I just know that the Ravens don't have anywhere else to go. Uh, he is a playmaker uh, who has been a star, and I think that they'll settle that. And the fact that he's handling it on his own, if he talks to the right people, I hope that gets done because that's where he belongs. And I hope he doesn't get caught up. And we've we've seen this JT where you know, remember Carson Wentz, uh, Jared Goff. These were the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL because of the timing and because their teams thought they had their guy and they were caught up. And if I don't pay them now, I, I might lose them later. And, and sometimes those don't work out because those guys are not with those particular teams. Other quarterbacks, obviously, you got to secure in those situations. And then you have a situation like the Giants with Daniel Jones where they didn't pick up his option. It's a big year for him and them with a new coach. Uh, so do we have the guy or don't we? And then otherwise you're starting over with a new quarterback in a draft unless you can pull a veteran somewhere like the Broncos are trying with, with Russell Wilson. But, yes, I, to go back to your – to your original point, I think that'll get done, and I think Lamar stays with the Ravens. What the number will be, the contract, that I, I can't tell you. Love it every single time. I love that sound. Always pumps me up. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is the best. It gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big business. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Listen, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I know this. I've done this myself with this show and my podcast and my side hustles. Shopify helps with all of that. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash roam, all lowercase, and get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Once again, go to shopify.com slash R-O-M-E right now, shopify.com slash roam. Chris Myers from the NFL on Fox, kind enough to join us. Let's move to the NFC. You got great contacts with your years on the pregame also for the Buccaneers. Brady is back. Gronk is gone. Bruce Arians is gone. A really unique offseason for that franchise. They're loaded up again. Still a great roster. Talk to me about the Buccaneers and where do you see them ending up this year? 
Well, I think the defense will be, once again, superior, one of the best in football. That that carried them along with Brady when they did win the Super Bowl and, and back into that game so close, rallying against the Rams last year. What, I, what I'm watching is where is Bruce Arians? He's still in the organization. Is he going to help out with the offense? Is he going to be around to, uh, to kind of be a consultant? How does that fit in? Todd Bowles is his protege. This was part of the plan. I think uh, Todd Bowles, having spent time around him after the Jets as a head coach, has learned much and has a staff and a quarterback around him where he can kind of let Brady do his thing on, on offense. And, and don't be surprised, Gronkowski missing training camp uh, and doing what he likes to do. Uh, he's a guy who could roll out of bed and play tight end for the Bucks. I could see that happening, him coming back to play at some point during the year. If they needed him, they drafted some tight ends. They have some personnel in that area. Um, and and I, I think, Brady, the question now is uh, explosive offense. Uh, will he go another year? Uh, you know, he's 45 when this season starts in August. And and the division, by the way, JT is real. This went from one of the most quarterback centric divisions with guys like Drew Brees to Matt Ryan to now, after Tom Brady, the best there is. Uh, the the quarterbacks are all it's a mess with with the Saints and and the Panthers and of course Atlanta with Matt Ryan off in Indianapolis. So you almost hand that division to the Buccaneers, and then it's what do they do in the playoffs against other uh, superior NFC teams. But but Brady and the Bucks are back, even though Bruce Arians is out of the picture and there's no Gronk. Wrapping it up with Chris Myers, NFL on Fox. It's amazing. Devontae Adams goes to play with Derek Carr in Las Vegas, and Aaron Rodgers is still loaded, and he's coming off back-to-back MVPs. Chris, a year ago, last summer, we were wondering, you know, Rodgers is in Maui doing his yoga cleanse with his fiance <laughs> at the time and growing the hair out, playing golf. He comes back and gets a back-to-back MVP. He's one of the greats of all time, but he loses Devontae Adams. Where do the Packers go now? That defense is upgraded, and they're rolling that same team out again trying to make a run at the Super Bowl. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers has been to one one Super Bowl in his career. Yeah. He came with his MVP numbers and, and his outstanding play during the course of, of a regular season and in some playoff games, but uh, not in terms of championship games uh, to get to a Super Bowl. I'm not putting it all on him. But I'm just saying now, without Devontae Adams, and I'm really shocked. And look, I, I know the, the, the pay me, I got to get paid receiver thing has driven a lot of deals, whether it's Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. It's a major miss for them. I know they're trying to run the ball more in Green Bay and then let Aaron do his thing. And, and when he's on his game, he's practically un, unstoppable. They've made some defensive changes in, in Green Bay. But I, I see them as the same kind of Packer team. And I see Devontae uh, being a bigger miss. Some of those receivers may develop for uh, Aaron Rodgers over, over time. And he's demanding he'll make them better. But, uh, you know, you're going to lose some ground in the meantime. What Devontae does for Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels and that offense uh, with Hunter Renfro, I, I just see as a really explosive gain for the Raiders. So much more gain for the Raiders, a lot of loss, at least in the uh, short term, for Green Bay and, and Aaron Rodgers. And I think the Vikings are a team uh, that will be back in the playoffs. I know they have a first-year head coach in Kevin O'Connell. Their defense will be a little better, but I think what he will do with Kirk Cousins in that offense, he'll he'll get the most out of that, and they'll be a playoff team. And they'll challenge. They'll challenge Green Bay for that uh, top of that division. Chris, if I don't see you in L.A. soon, I'll see you back in Vegas where I am. Thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Always good hearing you. All right, take care, JT. Thanks. Good night now!